Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Today, here on 100 Yards of Football, it's time for another breakdown and analysis. Mr. Daniel Kelly, the former NFL scout, is on with Vincent Turner. And they go now to the Magnolia State. The state not always looked upon in America with a great history. But they say the greater the oppression, the greater the leadership that comes out of the great state. Like Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, Brett Favre, Archie Manning, Steve McNair, Fletcher Cox. It's something in the soil of Mississippi as today's subject Coming up, comes to you from Sardis, Mississippi. A young man who's six foot three, weighs in at 242 pounds, opening up the playbook for one coach named Sam Pittman at the University of Arkansas. It's Vincent Turner and Daniel Kelly going in on KJ Jefferson on 100 yards of football. If you like the video today, please come in and share. We'll surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards of Football. What a special day. The football season is going to be kicking off here in the next few weeks. They got training camps going on in the NFL, but it's all about college football. Today, we're going to highlight a young man from a school that I attended from 1978 to 1982. And I got the best scout on this face of the universe. Coming to us live out of Key West, Florida. Y'all should know him by now because he's coming to social media, darling. And I know 
that within the next year, you would know his name. The young man studied under Bill Belichick and Bill, and Bill Parcells when he was the New York Jets. My man, Mr. Daniel Kelly, coming to us live out of Key West, Florida. So we're going to talk about K.J. Jefferson, quarterback out of the University of Arkansas. So if you like the video today, please come in the chat. I truly appreciate hearing one of the yachts about. Special thanks to our producer, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen this morning. And special thanks to that great introduction, my man, Mr. Mark Bass. So, how you doing, Mr. DK, Mr. Daniel Kelly, out of Key West, Florida? Hey, I'm doing well, Mr. Turner. Thank you. How are you today? Hey, I'm fantastic, man. I am really, really honored and really thankful that you're on the day with me. And we could not be talking about a football player that's been more disrespected on the college football level over the last two months. And he went to a school that I was up, as we say, on the hill in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas. So I'm going to sit back and let you tell us about Mr. K.J. Jefferson out of <laughs> Mississippi. Absolutely. Well, you're going to love the things I have to say then. <laughs> That's for sure about K.J. Jefferson, quarterback, Arkansas, there on your screen. Of course, before we get started, I'm one of the only, if not the only, draft analyst in America that holds himself accountable to the game film. I don't, you know, don't shoot from the hip, but I don't sing with the choir in these guys where everybody in the media seems to have the exact same opinion about every single player. Conveniently enough, I was left off that email list. Uh, looking back at 2021 game film, I looked at Jefferson against Ole Miss, against Auburn, and against Georgia. Let me tell you, folks, there isn't much better NFL warm-ups than playing teams like Georgia. Uh, and so you get a real good look at how he might look against NFL competition. Last year, first year as a starter, he was 198 out of 294, 67.3% completion percentage, 2,676 yards, 9.1 yard average. Uh, 21 touchdowns and four interceptions has nice size at six foot three for a frame at 242 pounds. He's drawn comparison from some people to a young Cam Newton. I see him more as a poor man's Dante Culpepper. Um, Walter football recently, just here on the 1st of August, in fact, had him going 24th overall to the Colts. Of course, we don't know the draft order yet in the first round. Um, and uh, I'm just not seeing a first-round grade on the on Jefferson. Um, you know, if I was sitting in an NFL war room right now, which is almost like a virtual war room, uh, the one-year word I would use to describe Jefferson is raw. Folks, this is an athlete trying to play quarterback. He's one of these college quarterbacks who does not have the transferable skill set to go from college to the NFL successfully. Let me unpack KJ Jefferson on game film. And keep in mind, this is not just my opinion. I only write down what these guys do on the game film. They put their football resumes on game film. I just write it down and report it. Uh, let's look at the uh, start by unpacking the, uh, the positives on this unorthodox option type of quarterback. Uh, he has, uh, because he is an option type quarterback, he does possess very good ball handling skills in the pocket, okay? He does have a nice play action fake. 
this guy is a good runner, uh, but not great, but, he, but he's good. He's a tough runner in the open field. Uh, he, hang, he basically bangs around in there with defenders. Uh, he, he's got um, a pretty good football playing speed. Uh, his best route of, of, of the route ranges of short, intermediate, or deep, his best route range was deep. Uh, of course, first-round draft pick uh, wide receiver Traylon Burks made him look better probably than he really is because Traylon Burks has probably the, probably high points the ball, about the best in the NFL I've seen since Randy Moss. Uh, so, so, of course, uh, he got drafted first round. Uh, but, but, yeah, he does throw it up. He puts air into the ball and can push it out deep. Now, the negatives, uh, looking at those uh, for a few minutes here, uh, it really showed up against against Georgia. The number one thing that will get a team and get Jefferson killed in the NFL is just how long he holds on to the football in the pocket. I, I thought Trey Lance had a slow release until I saw Jefferson release the ball, uh, and, and, and Lance has the slowest release in the NFL. Uh, he just stands there in the pocket, and, and it really seems you know, to be a problem for him to process what he's looking at downfield. He looks hesitant when he's looking downfield, and he stands there and holds the ball for an inordinate amount of time. Um, and because he holds the ball so long, he puts himself in position where he has to run. He has to get all the pocket because the pocket is breaking down. Uh, Jefferson will never, ever, ever be able to get away with holding the football that long in the National Football League. Well, quarterbacks have to throw precise timing routes. Uh, that is going to be a real issue for Jefferson going forward in the NFL is just how long he holds the football in the pocket. Uh, number two, uh, he was very raw in terms of his throwing mechanics and his delivery. He has an elongated throwing motion. Uh, that is also something that's going to need to be worked on. Number three, he has a tendency to lock in and wait until the wide receivers are open. Now, this is not something that's uncommon amongst college quarterbacks. Is most most college quarterbacks, uh, you know, they stand there, they wait till the receivers open, or already has made their break before they throw the ball. That is the number one adjustment college quarterbacks need to make going from the college game to the NFL and the pro game, um, and that's something he is going to have to work on um, in, in the in the tendency to lock in you cannot lock in with receivers not with the way these dbs can break and get on espn on the ball uh number four the uh, ball placement at the short and intermediate route levels was all over the place uh he, he tends to throw high and throw well over the receiver's head at times uh he's he's just not putting the receivers in position for yards after the catch yakety yak uh, that is an issue as well. Number five, uh, he, he has an average-looking arm uh, in, the, in, in the intermediate level especially. I did not see the kind of zip on the football that I need to see as an aspiring general manager. I did not see that. Number six, uh, takes sacks and doesn't throw the ball away um, when, he, when he's back there in the pocket holding the ball. It takes losses for the offense. Um, you know, as, as a former NFL scout, I am putting a, a UFA grade on Jefferson, an undraftable free agent grade. Uh, he is just too raw, way too raw looking. 
Uh, maybe if you're a team out there who runs one of those two quarterback gadget type of offenses where you can bring him in. Uh, he's a decent practice squad guy, a developmental guy, a guy you can line up on your scout team. If, say you're going to go play the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson next week, uh, who can, uh, you know, can try to emulate Deshaun back there and, and go up against a, a quarterback that can run around and throw the ball. Um, you know, so far, all the 11 quarterbacks I've looked at for the 2023 NFL draft, he is number 11 on my list. Uh, he has this size and the running ability are his best attributes. Uh, but uh, that's where it ended for me on game film as we head into the 2023 NFL draft. Your thoughts, Mr. Turner, on KJ Jefferson, quarterback, Arkansas. Well, first and foremost, you know I respect you to a high level. It's no question about it. You've been doing this way much longer than I have. But however, you know you can't talk about my boy K.J. Jefferson like that. Now, I'm going to put it out there like this. When you look at K.J. Jefferson, he wasn't highly recruited. Coming out of high school, Arkansas took a chance on him. He's a three-star prospect. But I'm going to say what K.J. says all the time. They've been down to me all my life. See, I know where he's from. He's from Sardis, Mississippi which is about 41 miles from my hometown in Memphis, Tennessee. And that little town got over like 1,700 people. And those people work hard down there. It's not a really rich area. It's what I call people that are about their life and they true to what they do. They work hard, man. And it gets hot down there inside this Mississippi. Only 31 miles from Oxford, where the University of Ole Miss is located at. They didn't even really look at him. But the, what I like about the young man is that he's been doubted all his life. Now think about this. Baseville, Mississippi is about eight miles from Sardis. So I'm going to collect all this into one bowl here. Dwayne Rutt, Deshaun Townsend, Pierre Jerry, John Jerry, Eddie Strong and Derek Piggies, they all are from that same little area that K.J. Jefferson is from, and all of them played in the NFL. Deshaun Townsend right now is one of the top assistant coaches in the league. My point is, is that they doubted them from that little area. Like my man Mark Bass told you in the introduction, it's something about that water in Mississippi that some people get doubted all the time. Like a Mega Evers. Like a Jerry Rice that went to Mississippi State, that, I mean, excuse me, Mississippi Valley, that didn't even have facilities. Well, see, KJ Jefferson, Arkansas took a chance on him. His first year, he didn't even play. They had to go get a transfer quarterback in Philippi Franks. He sat there. Then they had a coaching change. Sam Pippen could have easily went the other way when K.J. was a sophomore last year. But you know what? He said the young man is something about this young man. Now, when I look at him, I look at him like a linebacker playing quarterback. And I hear people out there saying that he's a miniature Cam Newton, right? I get that. But I think about K.J. Jefferson in the same tense as like a Reggie Collier that played at Southern Mississippi back when he had a Southern Mississippi team that wasn't even on the college level, but he had them ranked back in 1981 when I was in college. 
Then I think about KJ, when you're looking at his passing ability. See, they said the same thing about Lamar Jackson a couple of years ago when he came out of Louisville. But I'm going to say this. We can all agree that the Southeastern Conference is the greatest conference right now in producing football players. Last year, national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs, they had five starters that went in the NFL from the defensive side of the ball. But when I kind of over the last few weeks, I'm thinking about what Tim Tebow said about him. He said he had him as the fifth best quarterback in the conference, right? But my thing is this, and it's just it's me. There's nobody else out there. I judge you how you play against the competition. Now, he might have flaws, but all I know against Ole Miss, he outperformed Matt Corral that went in the third round with the Carolina Panthers, and he had 411 total yards, and he came back for an outstanding homecoming. In Oxford, when he had over 200 people, his relatives supporting him, when the stage was big, then Alabama on national television, over 326 yards, three touchdowns against an Alabama team that played in the national championship game that when I'm looking at, this is not me, but an Alabama defense that got like four guys going in the first round, and a Calamore, Will Anderson, Eli Ricks, he put 326 on them. So when I look at that, like I said, I'm different. I look at the competition. Because, see, the competition prepare, prepares you when you go to the league. And he played in two games against the highest of the highest. And then I think about when I was at Arkansas. I was there in 7881 when Ron Calcagnon was the quarterback when I was a freshman. Then I think about Kevin Scantlin was a, was a quarterback as a sophomore, and Thomas Jones and Brad Taylor were quarter alternated my junior senior years. Then I think about Joe Ferguson that played there, uh, Brad Taylor, Quentin Grovey, even Matt Jones who didn't even play quarterback in the league, Clint Stroner, and Fred Marshall who's the quarterback on the six to fourteen. They had Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson as teammates, and I tell you this. After one season, there's no question about it. K.J. Jefferson's the best I've seen of all. But the great thing about this is that we let the season play out. The one thing I'm going to say, when you look at him, he might have problems getting the ball down the field. But the thing of the game, he's a dual threat. He's got that size that I like. And I'm not trying to really – Really go above you, Daniel, today because KJ went to a school that I went to. So I'm not going to say nothing bad about him. All I'm going to say is this. You 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 got more years than me, Scott, and you're the top of the line. But I know this. He played in the best conference. Like I put, put it out there to Tim Tebow. It's a competition. Now against Georgia, I give everybody that. But think about what Georgia had. They had a generational defense. Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis, Lewis Sine. All them went in the first round. So I understand. 
But when I look at the overall resume, all I can say is, is that he played in the best conference and on the biggest stage when he needed to perform, Matt Corral got drafted in the third round. In that game, Arkansas lost 52 to 51, but KJ put up 411 yards to six touchdowns. And then against Alabama, he went for 336. 336! And I tell you this, KJ Jefferson reminds me when I was a freshman on the yard at Arkansas back in 78. And Arkansas played the Houston Cougars. And the Houston Cougars had a quarterback by the name of Danny Davis. And they came down him. And he led Houston to the Southwest Conference Championship and to the Cotton Bowl. See, K.J. Jefferson always, always has put it out there. I've been doubted all my life. But it's something in the water in Mississippi. And that's all right. But I know this. Following that program, going to that school, he's the best that's been on the center. And then you want to talk about Traylon Burks. I understand that. He threw up a lot of balls that Traylon Burks probably got the best catch radius coming out in the draft last year. But remember this, Trey Knox is a star waiting to be happening, like Elf Wind and Fire, a shining star. But a young man is going to be playing with him this year. I saw him playing high school here, local in the Metro Atlanta area at Cedar Grove. Just a five-star. Jaden has a what? It's transferred over to Arkansas. He about 6'4", 215, and run like a deer. So if those two gentlemen play like I think they're going to play, Arkansas and K.J. Jefferson, granted, we got a lot of quarterbacks. Will Levis, Grayson McCall, Tanner McKee, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. But I'm going to say this. On that little school in that hill in Fairville, Arkansas, that's up in the mountains to get hot in the summer and cold in the winter. And that 72,000 rental stadium, K.J. Jefferson is going to be doing some damage. And a lot of people... You keep doubting him. He's from Sardis, Mississippi. He played at Arkansas last year. He didn't get the accolades. But all I'm knowing, I'm looking at game film because that's what we judge. Of course, the Georgia film is not good. I give you that. But all I know against Ole Miss, he might have not looked good, but he produced. Against Alabama, he might not look good, but he produced. And all I can say about K.J. Jefferson, He's from a state that my parents are from. Adnan's and Chester Turner, and they raised a pretty good guy that's been in this life for 62 years. His character is off the charts. And number two, he went to the University of Arkansas with the powerful, greatest owner in the game right now. I heard this tidbit. The Dallas Cowboys are the richest franchise in professional sports. And Jerry Jones is an Arkansas graduate. So all I got to say about K.J. Jefferson, Peg Suey, baby. Final words, Mr. Daniel. 
<laughs> I tell you what, Mr. Turner, that is a tough act to follow. Um, and I can see that there, there's there's some personal uh, things involved here. I, I definitely mean no personal disrespect towards KJ Jefferson because he does have a very um, you know, a background, a perseverance, a, a background where, where, you know, he kept trying and, and look where he is now type of thing. And that's, I'm not taking anything away from anything he's accomplished to get to where he's at today. Uh, my hat's off. I, I wear a hat every day. So hats off to KJ Jefferson for what he has accomplished and where he is at his life. The toughest thing about uh, you know, about scouting, really, especially in the public eye, in the media uh, that I'm learning, too, is that, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I, I didn't know anything about K.J. Jefferson from the next guy yesterday when I sat down and turned on the game film. And and I don't know until I all I do is write down what these guys show me on the game film. And, and, and so that that's where I come from on this thing. And uh, to me, in my 40 years of being around the game, being around nobody but Hall of Famers, I just, from, from the time I interned with Tony Dungy to the time I worked with Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick to the time I almost got hired by Andy Reid to being personal friends with Mark Trestman, who's, who's one of the greatest offensive minds in football, I, I just don't see how he can succeed in the NFL game the way he stands in the pocket is completely oblivious to the rush most of the time and just stands there. And in that Georgia game, I think it was indicative that that Arkansas basically knew the, the, the weakness that, that Jefferson has. And all they did was run the ball mostly and have short passes because every time he tried to sit in that pocket, that Georgia defense was all over him standing there for three, four, five, six Mississippis. And that is the issue I have with him and the downfield ball placement. You point at Mac Jones. The reason why that guy is a superstar for in college and also the NFL, the ball placement was pristine coming across the middle, right in the hands where the receivers could just run right through the passes. I'm not seeing that from Jefferson. I'm seeing guys dive on the ground, jump up in the air, make acrobatic catches. Traylon Burks, who's a first-round pick, jumping way up in the air, making these catches. He may not have them the next team he's going to. So I like him from a personal standpoint. I like his story and his background. I'm just not seeing as someone who sat in an NFL war room with the New York Jets, I'm not seeing somebody who has the transferable skill set to go from college to the NFL game. He is a developmental project, and, and he's a guy that definitely has that running ability, like you mentioned, like a linebacker playing quarterback. He has that running ability, which is intriguing, which is why me personally, you know, maybe a guy like a Taysom Hill, maybe you bring him in as a second guy that can maybe run some of that option stuff for you or what they tried to do with that Trey Lance package on San Francisco. Maybe you tried to do something like that with him, but uh, yeah, great story. Great young man. And it'll be very interesting to see the tiebreaker between us. Mr. Turner will be this year, 2022 game film as we head into the 2023 draft. So it's always lively and it's good because as I say, it's not about being right. It's about getting them right. Uh, when it comes down to setting the big board. When I think about KJ Jefferson, and it's no question about it, I wasn't trying to step on your shoes, anybody's shoes, and just come from a uh, personal standpoint with KJ Jefferson. He does have flaws. It's no question about it. But at the end of the day, it was kind of a little personal because he did go to a school that I'm endeared to. I want to understand. And then he's from an area that I know real personally that I was a part of. And 
All I know is this, DK. He's been doubted all his life. He wasn't a highly rated quarterback. People didn't think he could play at the Power Five schools. And you're right. You might, you, you're probably correct. He holds the ball too long. But all I'm saying is this, is that he's a starting quarterback in the greatest conference of all the college football. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that when I look at him, he's not as fast as Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson had these same type of qualities and questions when he came in the league. And Lamar Jackson ended up being the MVP. It's not going to sign for that money. Cash the bank. Now, of course, I'm not saying that K.J. Jefferson is going to be on that level. But all I'm saying this is that keep doubting. Because I know it's something in the water in Mississippi. It's called love. It's called determination. It's called being up against the fence. It's talking about being against situations that you wouldn't even imagine. I know. I know the area he's from, and plus my parents are from the, from Mississippi. Archie Manning, Brent Farr. I know who you know that is. Oh, yeah. Barry Rice, the greatest football player ever, ever, went to Mississippi Valley State. K.J. Jefferson, the difference between him and Jerry Rice, he playing on a, a power five level. And my only question is this. When you look at where the game is going, competition to me, they're just me, nobody else. To me, it tells me where you at as a player. You might have flaws, and the quarterback position is the most important position. You don't have a quarterback now, you're not going to win on any level. But all I know is this. I heard at the SEC media days, like I heard Tim Tebow saying, KJ got to show me more, but what's, what more do he has to show? Okay, I get that. But he took an Arkansas team. And think about what Arkansas had to come from. Bobby Vitrino fiasco. Um, this has been a program that's been struggling. They played over in the SEC West where you got LSU, you got Auburn, you got Texas A&M, you got Alabama. And all I know is he took them to 9-4 and four last year to a bowl under Sam Pittman. That's saying a lot to me. And I'm not saying Arkansas is on the level of anybody. I'm not saying KJ Jefferson is a Heisman uh, candidate. But all I know is this. He took over the starting job. 2,900 yards. I believe 21 touchdowns, four INTs. And when the stage was big, after they got humiliated down here in Athens, they came back and played Ole Miss in his hometown. Well, his, his hometown, which is 21 miles from Oxford. And he went for 411 total yards and six touchdowns. Then as we wind it a, a little farther into the season against Alabama, Bryce Young, who won the Heisman, he put 326 on them and three touchdowns against the defense. From my understanding, that's going to have at least five to six players drafted in the first round. That's all I'm saying. But all I'm going to say is this. My final words about K.J. Jefferson. Pig Suey, state of Mississippi, Brothers Johnson, Stump, stepping out on the weekends, open ride, fill it up. Let's blast the jams and ride. 
KJ Jefferson is going to keep blasting and riding, baby, no matter who says what. And all I'm going to say is this. Thank you to our producer, Mr. Logan Landis, this morning. Thank you to Mr. Mark Bass. Final word, if you want to say the final word, Mr. DK, that's the Cal West Florida. Hey, you know what? That's why they play the games. It'll be very interesting. Like I said, you know, setting that big board in 2023, we'll see where he, where he plays this year and how he plays because guys can move, but he's got to show it on the game film. That's fair enough, but all I'm going to say, I'm very proud today that we did the video on K.J. Jefferson, quarterback out of the University of Arkansas. K.J., all I want you to do, baby, stay away from Tusk, who weighs about 1,500 pounds to raise a back red hog. <laughs> and all I want you to do, K.J., if you watch this video today, I'm an Arkansas alum, graduate, 1982. K.J., I love you, brother. Ooh, hey, soy. Ooh, hey, soy. Ooh, hey, soy. Razorbacks. <laughs> Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. Thank y'all. Y'all be blessed this weekend. My man, the very talented Daniel Kelly, joining me today here on 100 Yards of Football. Be blessed. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.